Siyata Deshmaya, we started halacha, learning halacha this morning, and in the first simon in Shulchan Aruch, in the very first simon in Shulchan Aruch, so the Mechaber says, Yiskaber Ka'ari, a person should strengthen himself like a lion, Lamoid Baboiker, to get up in the morning, Lavoid Asboiri, for the avoid of his creator. Anybody who's been to zoos and has a fascination for animals, I count myself amongst those people, knows that a lion, when you go to the zoo, is one of the most la- looks like one of the most lazy animals. I always wonder, I learned this din in Shulchan Aruch, and then you go to the Brang Zoo, and the lion, you're like waiting for some action, and he's usually lazying around. One time I went to the zoo, I heard the lion roar. As a kid, you want to like throw a rack in there, get him to do something. Might not be wise, but you want to hear the lion roar. But weirdly, it's, it looks like from the most lazy animals in the zoo. And then you read this halacha, Yiskaber Kari. Get up, strengthen yourself like a lion. You go to the zoo, you're like shocked. That's what I'm supposed to be like, the lion lazying around. If I would imitate the lion, I probably would never leave the student lounge. The lion, the lazy lion, that's... And Yiskabek Ari, the first halacha. So I always thought, and maybe it's true that they drug up the lions in the zoo. You should see the lions. Maybe the lions in the wild are flying around. Maybe at the zoo they're drugged up, they're scared, they have to go feed them. So the zookeepers drug them up, that's what I thought, because Yiskabek Ari... And doesn't look like the lion is very aggressive and fiery, energetic at all. But Lachari, that's not the pshat. Even the lions in the wild, I don't know if the lions in the zoo are drugged up or not. But even the lions in the wild are not typically such, they not seem so fiery typically, except a lion is a kind animal. Chazal tell us the difference between a dove, a bear is a mean animal. A bear is aggressive and a lion is kind. They both kill other animals. But a bear will kill other animals just for fun. Just because. A bear is a wild man. And a bear will kill other animals just because. A bear is an axer, is cruel. A lion will only kill on a need basis. The lion needs to eat. Hashem made it his food, his other animals. He's carnivorous, he likes, his food is other animals. So a lion will kill only on need basis. That's a lion. So Yiskabekari means like the lion understands when it needs food. The Gvura would talk about when the lion needs food, it will take down animals much bigger than itself. Much, much bigger than itself. It will take down animals because it needs to eat. The lion's understanding of what it needs, and when it needs it, the lion gets it. He's not starving. He refuses. I need it, I want it, and I'm going to get it. The Yiskabikari means that a person has to be like a lion. I need it, I want it, it's important, I'm going to get it. That's the side of a person, as Avodis Hashem. I need it, I want it. A person has a nef, nesham, and a guf. The guf certainly wants oilam It enjoys oilam the tanug oilam Our nesham, which every one of us has, is driven with the same desire our body has for oilam Our nesham craves oilam 
people laugh when they learn the halacha that you're not allowed to learn Torah on Tishabab, so people laugh. Youngsters laugh. I, was, I remember I, I, the summer I learned with little younger kids, and they're laughing. You're not allowed to learn Tishabab because it's so much, so it's so good for us. The only halacha I ever liked was that halacha. Kid tells me that halacha makes me happy. You're not allowed to learn Tishabab. But you tell me that halacha, maybe I shouldn't be allowed to learn Tishabab. Because that halacha makes me happy. But kids are laughing. Torah makes me happy. You're telling me Torah pekudi Hashem Yisharim misam chelag the pasuk and tell him that Torah makes me happy. He says it doesn't make me happy. But the Rishon says that it's talking about our neshama. Our neshama is tremendous joy when we learn. So you say, why don't I feel it? Because you're not in touch with your neshama. You're out of touch. It's there. And when you feel an unrest, you just feel something lacking because it's a part of you you're not talking to. You're not catering to. You're ignoring a part of you. A person who doesn't learn, who doesn't daven, who's not Isaac and Ruchni, is completely ignoring the major part of himself, not a part of himself. The major part of himself he's ignoring. He's just not paying attention. You know, you have sometimes in a yeshiva, you have a bakr like falling through the cracks. Everybody's ignoring him. Nobody's giving him attention. Nobody's talking to him. Nobody's learning with him. That's what we do to our neshamas. When somebody is just catering to his gashmistic needs, that's the loud side of ourselves. That's the side that growls, that talks to us, I'm hungry, I'm tired, I want. The neshama is subtle, sensitive, soft. It's that child. Somebody called me this morning. They called me, they were asking to take a bar. Right, Oberland is listening. I said no. But they were telling me they wanted me to listen about this child. They said he was always very quiet. He wasn't the loud guy who demanded his needs. So he was overlooked. That's our neshama. That's our neshama. The quiet guy who's overlooked. Because he's not loud, it's subtle. I once drove from Waterbury, I drove a guy, a psychiatrist, to Kennedy Airport. He's from Brazil. And I drove him to Kennedy Airport. He was, he was a very bright, rational thinker. He was a very normal, bright guy. And he was practicing as an irreligious guy for, I believe, 20 to 30 years. He was practicing as a big psychiatrist. And people would come to him. He's treating people. He said he had something was missing. He's treating people for years. A secular guy. He became from later. Something was off. He said it hit him after between 20 and 30 years, and the whole time he knew something was off. He said, we're treating people like they're cows. We're forgetting about their soul. We're forgetting they have an neshama. We wonder about the unrest of a person, about the lack of happiness, of joy, because they're ignoring a major part of themselves. You can't be happy ignoring a major part of yourself. It's impossible. When a person cares about that side of himself, his neshama, that's there, that cares, that feels, and he takes care. By the way, don't ignore your guf either. Don't ignore your body either, for sure. When a person caters to his neshama and his guf, he caters to the needs of his neshama and his guf, then it's shayach happiness. In the same capital Tillin that Davra Melech tells us, Kudi Hashem Yishar Masam Chelev, he tells us, Teres Hashem Tamima. 
The Torah of Hashem is Tamim. It's wholesome, Meshivas Nefesh. It satiates the person. It satisfies the person. It deals with every part of the person. His physical needs, his spiritual needs. Every side of him is dealt with. The Yisait Advarim is we have in Hashem that loves Torah, that's extremely happy. You're not allowed to learn Tishabav. Every single Yid has a part of himself that's happy. I, you're not in tune with that part, okay, get in touch, get in touch, find it. But there's a part of ourselves that's extremely happy, it's a halacha, it's the emes, it's the Torah. It's the emes, that there's a part of ourselves that's too happy, you're not supposed to be so happy on Tishabov. I, you say, I sit and learn, I don't always feel that happiness, you're not in touch. You're not in touch with a big part, it's a good idea to get in touch, by the way. The people that are in touch with the Neshamas feel the excitement. They feel the sense of satisfaction. I'm learning Hashem's Torah. The Mazayin of my Neshama. A person doesn't eat for a day, two or three, feels a hunger. A person doesn't learn Torah. His Neshama is hungry, is craving, is starving. The Grah, the Reb Chaim Velazhin came into the Grah one Friday, his Rebbe. When he came into the Grah, he was filled with tremendous pachad, Reb Chaim Velazhin. He walked into the Gra's room. He was shaking like a leaf. Yutong Reb Chaim Velashim was already in his, in his mid-thirties. His son Reb Itzel was, was ten years old. He walked into his Rebbe, the Gra. He, his son was made at ten years old. That his father's knees were shaking. He, didn't, he was afraid to walk in with Mary sitting by the door, shaking. And he walks into the Gra. And the Gra looked, mamish, the Gra didn't look normally. The Gra was, had a certain shine and a tremendous happiness. And the Gra didn't look happy. The Gra was all torrid, was deeply torrid. He said he never saw him like that. It looked like his world was rocked, the Gra. And Rukhaim Velazhin walks into the Gra, and his Rebbe was so sad to see his Rebbe like that. What happened? The Gra was bothered by a cash on a Yushalmi, couldn't figure it out. And he was just sabrach, and he was broken that he couldn't figure out the Yushalmi. There's a human being who was broken that he didn't know Pshat and Yushalmi. He couldn't, it was dysfunctional that he couldn't find Pshat and Yushalmi. He asked Reb Chaim Velazhin, Reb Chaim Velazhin started shaking when he asked him a question. He said, I can't hear the question. Who am I if you, my Rebbe, don't know Pshat? What's my hope in finding out Pshat? The Gros said, He always quoted Psukim. There was no Sichas Chulun. There was no, there was Kemat, no Sichas Chulun. He said, two is better than one. He quoted the Pasuk. We'll figure it out together. Sure enough, they figure out Pshat together. The Gra calls for food. He calls in his shamash if he could bring some food in. So Chaim Velashim was surprised. They didn't see his Rebbe eat very much. And the, 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 the shamash said that the Gra has been fasting for three days. There's a Maisa Shahaya. This, this is a true story. It's in Svarim, the story. Avia Yeshivas, amongst other places that the story is found. For three days, the Gra hadn't eaten because he couldn't figure out Pshat and Yushalmi. They couldn't think about food. He was so frustrated. The Gra was Kulay Neshama. Kulay the Neshama craves Torah. His Neshama, Pashat, craves. Like a guy, Pashat, excited, wanting something badly. The Gra craved Torah. And he couldn't figure out Pshat Neshama. He was devastated. He was broken. He was and He couldn't look at food. He was so Neshama, he had to remind his body to eat. After three days, Rechaim Velazhin figured out Pshat. He had not eaten three days and three nights. 
He had not eaten since it was Erev Shabbos Kaidish. He had not eaten since Wednesday morning. Entire Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. He had not eaten. It was Friday afternoon. Reb Chaim Belashen figured out Pshat with the Grah, and then the Grah ate something. Then he said he was like unbelievable simcha he was full of. Then he figured out Pshat and Yishalmi with Reb Chaim Belashen, and then he ate something. That is the chukka, Rabbi say. A person wants a person wants something. The neshama does want it. You have to go after it and pursue it. Our avoid, Rabbi say, all of us is to pursue Torah, is to be kind at Torah, to make serious effort to acquire Torah. Our first thing we want to do this year, certainly there are many other things we want to do, is to acquire Torah, to put Torah in ourselves. It's the great game changer of a person. Put Torah in yourselves. I promise you, a person puts Torah in himself, he's a different mensch. The whole person is miskadel, is a bigger person, a better person. It changes the entirety of the person. It doesn't change his personality, it brings out his personality, it enhances. It doesn't change any, it doesn't change, it enhances, it enlarges. It's miskadel umaraymim, a person. The Pasuk in Mishlei, the smartest man who ever lived, said concerning Torah, Silsula, be misalsil. To be misalsil means to play with. Turn it up and stamp people, I don't have much here to do it with. But toy with your hair, Silsula, vatiroi mimeka. Be misalsil in Torah, and it's miraimim, a person. Torah is miraimim, it elevates a person. It makes him larger, bigger, and different. He's just, he's a ben Torah, he has Torah in him. Everything changes when he has Torah. Our Creator, who knows a little about the world, he did make it after all. Our Creator says, Barasi Torah, Barasi Sahara, Barasi Torah Tavlin. The Eitzah, the only Eitzah to the Eitzahara that rages is Torah. Put Torah in yourself. We came to Yeshiva first and foremost to learn Torah, I say. That's what we came to put Torah in ourselves, to know Torah. Some days we'll be excited and fired up, and some days it's hard. Pursue it. Go after it. You're at ages that a person can pursue it hard, and get it, and know it, and see what happens. Put Torah in yourself. See if it's true that Torah changes a person. We know a yid every time a yid does a mitzvah, he says, Asher Kedushanu B'mitzvah Mitzvahs give us kedusha. they elevate us, they make us different. Every mitzvah is a game changer, you say it yourself. Asher Kedushanu B'mitzvah Through his mitzvahs, he's Mekadoshas. Do we know what kedusha is? Precisely no. But we know it's Mekadoshas, it sanctifies us. It makes us better, holier, different people. That's a mitzvah. A mitzvah is Asher Kedushanu B'mitzvah It elevates the yid. Says Reb Chaim Velashen, the Gros Talmud, the greatest Talmud of the Gros, says Reb Chaim Velashen that, says Reb Chaim Velashen that if you take all 612 mitzvahs put together, all 612, he says it's a Nefesh Achaim. And his Sefer that Reb Chaim Velashen wrote, Nefesh Achaim, he says there that all 612 mitzvahs together, the Ketusha they bring done betachlis hamachshava. The perfect thoughts, done completely in the Shema, all 612. The Kedusha that gives you doesn't compare to one ice of, to one limit, one letter of Torah that's learned Shalai Lishma. So Chaim Velazhin, who knows a lot what's going on, it doesn't compare one word of Torah to all the other mitzvahs. 
Every single day, Rabbi Yisai, we say in Shemayn Esrei, every day all of us say, Hashiveinu avinu l'sarisecha, v'karveinu malkeinu l'avaydasecha. Rabbi Rom taught us, he came to Yeshiva and taught us, that a person who does all the avaydas Hashem, he does, and any, any bachur, I like thinkers, and all of us think, if you haven't had this thought yet, I don't think you're much of a thinker, all of us have had this thought, I suspect, at one time or another. I want to be a good Jew. I'll keep everything. I'm not... Uh, maybe you are a studious guy. I'm not just a studious guy by nature. I'm an active guy. So you know what? I'll keep all the mitzvahs I tell you. I'll be a loyalist to Hashem. I'll be a loyalist. And I'll go to a rov, always ask Shailas. Tell you, I'm not a studious guy. So let me keep all... Be loyal, of course. I'll be loyal to Hashem. I'll do all his mitzvahs. I don't know, is that my chill? I'm not a Torah guy. Other mitzvahs, I'll do it kishmak. I'll do everything loyally, exact as Hashem is. Torah is not my thing. Says Reb Baron, says Reb Baron, we say, Ashiveinu avinu l'sayrasecha, v'karveinu malkeinu l'avaydasecha. Return us, our father, to Torah. And, and, and we say, Malkeinu l'avaydasecha. And our Melech return us to his Avaydah. Says Reb Baron, if you do all the mitzvahs, you're relating to Hashem as an Eved. You're an Eved Hashem. It's a high madrega, that's nice. You do all his mitzvahs. When you learn Torah, you're a Ben Hashem. Limerat Torah makes somebody a son. Hashiveinu avinu l'sayrasecha. When I learn Torah, I'm a son. A much closer relationship to Hashem from Limerat Torah. A much closer relationship. Rebbe Ron, went up. I'll, I'll tell you a ma'aseh that's personal to me. I felt Hashem. It's a long story how I met Rebbe Ron. It's a nice min Hashemayim, unbelievable miracle. We'll talk about it once barichus. It was two years ago Pesach. Right, Oberlander and I had about fifty. Had had, had a whole bunch of bachrim without a yeshiva. We didn't know where we were sending them, and. There's a long story. We had tremendous pressure. Parents, and we had my kids going, well, just share it. Hey, Baruch Hashem, it's going to be okay. We had no idea where they're going. A malach comes, min ha-shamayim. A malach, min ha-shamayim. Comes. It's not a hard mitzvah. Typically, I'm not saying 100%. Well, typically, a kid going to Eretz Yisrael is a kid who wasn't matzliach in the That's typically. In most yeshivas, Darach in Eretz Yisrael, Farakwe, the guy who's very matzliach stays in the yeshiva. Typically, a kid going to Israel didn't have the best high school career. We have a strange mitzvah that guys who are on fire, B'nai Torah, Tzadikim, Asmidim, they're graduating in the style here. They go there, so they're a very rare breed. And it's not so easy to find a place. The bottom line is, we didn't have a like place for the guys. A Malach Hashem comes out of nowhere. Somebody put me in touch. Nisim Mamish Rebron. And he took Baruch Hashem 70 Baruch Mavayim. So he said, when he was, he was starting in Israeli yeshiva 20 years ago, many, many years ago. And he went, he went to one of the G'dayli Hadar. And he told them that in his yeshiva, certainly he's going to teach Torah. Of course he's going to teach Torah. But he wants to teach Yiddishkeit. He wants to teach people to live al Torah. He wants to, pe- to live al Torah. And his first speech in his yeshiva was going to be that Torah is one of the mitzvahs for certain. And the most important of the mitzvahs. The most important. Talmud Torah Kenegat Kulam. It's a Mishnah. However, it is one of mitzvahs. You have to remember all the mitzvahs. People forget to be a Ben Torah. To live Al-Piyat Torah. 
So he got it. This Godel told him he shouldn't say it. That he shouldn't word it like that. And the reason he shouldn't word it like that, because Torah is not just one of the mitzvahs. You can't even say it's just one of the mitzvahs or the most important of the mitzvahs. A person who learns Torah is a different person. His relationship to Hashem is different. Father, bring me back to Torah. When I learn, I'm relating to Hashem like an av. When I do mitzvahs, I'm relating to a melech. I certainly have to do mitzvahs and be an Eved Hashem. But I want to be more than an Eved Hashem. I want to be a Ben, a son of Hashem. That's Torah. Rabbi said the first point of Bachar comes is to learn Torah. Fill yourself with Torah. If you're curious what does Torah do to me, look, learn the sixth parak of Avais. It describes Torah's meroime, megadel. It brings out greatness out of a person. It shines a person. It enhances a person. The Gemara calls Torah a tavla and a spice. Spices, you ever had meat without any spices? It's nothing. Almost tasteless. You put in spice, delicious, great. Tyrus is a spice to the person. It brings out greatness. It doesn't crush. It's a spice. It brings out greatness. All of us' first mission to come to Yeshiva is to learn Torah. To go hard after it. To pursue it. Always when it says Torah, there's a lushen of Asik, Lasik with the very Torah. Chazak, his Amsus. It takes effort. It takes attack. Every guy here wants to be at the end of the year, there'll be a month long of Salem. Everybody wants to stand there at the end of the year having put in having put in effort to do it. All of us want to stand there at the end at that moment of accomplishment, that moment of seum. It takes effort from the beginning. Drive. Put Torah in yourself. If you're curious what it does and how it works and why it works, are all good questions. Look at people who've done it before. Look at people who put Torah and ask yourselves, are they the same? Does it work? The creator of us all, who knows all and knows us, says, Barasi Yitzhara, Barasi Torah Tavlin. So this is something that the first point, Rabbi, that we hear is to learn Torah. All of us should pursue it. There are different shiurim. Already from 9.30 to 10 is Halacha Seder. And guys can go to either Halacha Seder. They want two shiurim. We'll learn on your own Halacha. Learn any halacha, it's that's it's 9.30 to 10. At 10 o'clock every day we'll learn Musa together. Everybody will come together. We're going to try to be Makbid on the times. That will be about 10 to close to 11 o'clock. Then there are Chavrusas. Guys, will, the, the Rebbeim will meet with them afterwards to just determine Chavrusas. And that will go till 12 o'clock. And then at 12 there will be the three Shiurim for the 12th grade. In the afternoon, just to give the schedule in the afternoon of the Limerat Torah, in the afternoon, so there's English. Those that have English are, are going to have English. I believe the times are about 3.30 or 4.30. So 